0: We heard you had an allergic reaction yesterday. What was yeah. that all
1: about? Got some Benadryl, man. I'm good. Um, nothing serious. So, uh, went through majority of practice today. Uh, feel good. So, I'm just looking forward to it. Mike, what have you seen with Dante so far? OTAs and uh, so far in camp. Dante is—he's looked better and better each day. I think they're kind of brought him along slower. Um, even through OTAs he was kind of doing some stuff on the side sometimes so um, but so far he's been in the drills he's been in he's looked really really good looks in shape um, I'm sure he he's he's excited you know and um, I think he'll be good for us you mentioned on Monday you felt like you could probably acclimate pretty quickly how's it been these first couple of days just getting used to the guys uh, man it's been easy honestly uh coach the system he's put in and the players he's put around us has made it really easy for me. Um, a lot of guys who are out there just play basketball. It's basketball plays, it's reads, um, things that I'm, I'm accustomed to doing. And uh, all the guys have been more than, you know, more than helpful. I mean, Joe, um, Royce, Don, all those guys have been helping me out, just trying to pick me up to speed and and all the um, different nuances of, of the game. Anything particularly challenging? Uh, there's a lot of terminology, uh, a lot of terminology, but it's nothing that I think all of us, you know, won't won't catch on to really quickly. And a lot of it, like I said, is basketball actions we've seen uh, throughout our whole career. So um, it's not too much. Talking to Mark Gasol last year sounds as though he
0: really is a student of the game and knowing everyone's plays and everything like that. Is it? Are you? Do you guys do any of that together? And then, if so, like as you hear these plays now from the other side, is it funny to think? Okay, that's exactly what that was. or?
1: Oh yeah, um, yeah. Mark and Mark and I, we sat next to each other on the plane for 12 years straight and watched film every every flight. And so we're the same when it comes to studying the game. And it is interesting when you when you're here now and hearing play calls and hearing actions. And, and they were doing an action today, and I was like you tried to do that to me last year it didn't work you know what do we do if we play somebody who's going to take advantage and then they're like oh yeah you know here's how we're going to adjust to it and you know yada yada so I mean it's just really cool to you know kind of interject myself and now uh, as a Utah Jazz and, and seeing the different ways you know we're going to play.
0: Do you think you'd would you do the same with Rudy and teach Rudy some of Mark's preparation <laughs> tricks?
1: Um, I'll try but everybody's different you know everybody's different there's some guys who who need to we need to watch film we need to have that a part of, as a part of our game there's other guys who just pick up on things really quickly um, and naturally just have it anything from
0: playing with Rudy in this initial stage of being around him that jumps out to you
1: man he's a he's a big big dude man and um, the screens he sets um, what he opens up with the ability to roll and I probably thrown more lobs in the last two days than I have in a long time, so uh, it's very, very, you know, very fun.
0: Mark wasn't elevating over the rim.
1: Mark didn't. He asked me to throw a couple lobs, <laughs> <of laughs> but I was like, I, I think you're better better suited on the ground. So,
0: you've got that floater, right? Uh, offhand floater. Can you use that to kind of disguise whether you're shooting or whether you're throwing a
1: lob? Yeah, I think it, it works perfect. You know, I I love to shoot the floater, and it's in that you know gray gray area where you know. You, Defenders don't know if you're going to shoot or if you're going to pass, and I um, mean, you know, I think I'm going to do a better and better job of, of learning when to when to throw that lob, when to shoot it, and when to toss it to the corner. Um, and if I can master that part of it with the the guys that have around me now, um, we'll see.
0: What does that pressure that he puts on the rim do for you?
1: Oh man, the the spacing I think is it allows you know guys like uh, Bogey and Don and myself, uh, anybody who's in the corners or on the weak side to literally get wide-open shots and, you know, or his, you know, he gets himself a wide-open dunk because nobody wants to help. So um, uh, he's a big part of what we're trying to do.
0: Since the Grizzlies traded Rudy about, gay okay, about six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. most of the wings you've played with have been defensive-minded. Mm-hmm. How much does it change your game to have wings that are potent scorers, passers, dribblers that, that you have not had before?
1: Um, it's, uh, you know, I think it just puts... A, less pressure uh, on me as a ball handler and as a playmaker I think having guys like Joe and Bogey and Royce guys who can make plays um, and also play defense I mean this we we lose that we are so caught up in the offensive side of it but these guys play defense just as well as they do offense and um, knowing everybody's so unselfish it just makes the game a lot of fun makes the game you know kind of unpredictable when you go out there you never know what you're gonna get and 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 you know you know you have opportunities
0: how much do you have to reteach yourself i mean i think you went back to go get the ball probably every possession for the last 12 years this team has multiple guys that can bring it up
1: um i've been looking forward to an opportunity like this so i'm i haven't looked back i haven't even looked for the ball i've just ran to the corner or just there's some times where i had to come back because nobody was there so um but it's 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 new and somehow i I get used to uh, over the next few weeks and um, you know just starting to put into game situations and seeing how I feel my coach
0: said it's rare to have someone come in and for him to earn their trust as quickly as he has with you what does that mean to you to know that you already got the trust of your head coach
1: uh, it means a lot you know it means a lot especially coming from Quinn um, I, I consider him one of the best in the, in the business and I uh, have a lot of respect for him and and, and what he's, he's doing here um, and what he's built so um, you know I just wanted to come in and you know be who I am, and uh, hope that's good enough, you know, and, and so far, you know, it's working.
0: What have you noticed from his practices versus some of the other coaches you've had?
1: Uh, details, details, a lot of details. Um, we stop a lot just to go over the smallest of things, um, which in, hi- in hindsight are, are bigger things, bigger bigger issues that we need to address, so um, never, nobody's off the hook, you know, he, everybody's uh, held accountable uh, from myself all the way down, so Um, It's just really really unique in that aspect.
0: What's a small detail last question?
1: Um, Small detail is like even knowing what our principles are like for transition. So what's our first goal in transition? He'll stop practice and ask somebody who might not be paying attention or just on the sideline or he asked me one time You know just out of the blue. I honestly didn't know at the time I was like, oh shoot. I there's like 10 principles. I'm trying to remember it and I guessed right, you know I got I got it right I guessed right but you know, just like that he'll put people on the spot in the middle of in the middle of practice in the middle of uh, workouts and um, make sure everybody's engaged on the smallest of things. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Right. Thanks, Mike. Right. Thank you.